Hey, what's up everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today we're here all to talk about doing more than what's expected or required of you. And and that's going to be like all about success and all that good stuff. And so here, here's like the big thing that I want to hit before we jump into this podcast is like, as you know, things happen in life and people move on and they go here and they go there. But but like, if if you don't want to be micromanaged as a person, and as a leader, if you don't want to micromanage people, you have to do hard things. And you have to do more than what's expected of you. And what you're going to find out is the sooner you do hard things, and the sooner you do more than what's expected of you, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I waited so long to do this, number one. And number two, you're going to be like, holy cow, this is so much easier than I thought it was going to be. Okay? So cube theme song, we'll be right back to talk all about... What? What are we talking about? We're talking about doing more than what's expected of you. Keep the song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard, while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Sweet! So glad you guys are still here. It's super awesome today. I'm actually down in my office this morning. It's a little bit dark. Sorry about the lights. It's just kind of crazy down here. But check out, if I move the right way, check out what's behind me. We got our dot docs affirmation. I'm going to tell you what, if you guys want that to put on your phone, it's a manifesto, okay? What a manifesto is, is it's like what you are, what you do, you know, and I could totally read it all to you and we'll do a whole podcast on manifestos here in the near future. Actually, let me make a note on that. Um, I'm making a note, guys. Because I think that having a manifesto for your tribe is huge, it's huge. But today we're not going to be talking about that. Today we're going to be talking about doing more than what's expected of you. So anyways, if you want that manifesto, shoot me a text. Give me an email. Reach out to me with a DM. I will get it to where you can have it as a um, screen on your phone or you can print it out. Just let me know. My team will get it over to you. Actually, we may even just create a funnel where you can go get it yourself. No big deal. That way you can see what it is and you can have that manifesto and it's all yours and you can like use it, dissect it, do whatever you want to with it. Sweet. So today we're going to be chatting all about doing more than what's expected of you and why it's so important to do more than what's expected of you and why you need to like over deliver with everything that you do. So first off, like I want to say one thing and that's if you always do more than what's expected of you, then you will always be ahead in life. Always. Everybody will love you. You will be marching forward at like crazy speed and you're going to be unstoppable. Because you're doing more than what's expected of you. And there's somebody out there right now that's like, Dan, that's a lot of work. Well, no crap, it's a lot of work. Right? It's not supposed to be easy. Are you, did, you, did you hear that? It's not supposed to be easy. But it's worth every second of what you do. Whenever you do more than what's expected of you, guess what? You excel through life. You excel through everything that happens. And as a leader, and as an employee, and we're all employees, even me, the founder of a company... I'm an employee of all of my clients, believe it or not. Now, like, I don't like go to work for them at their office, like loading beer on trucks or 
packing coke into a truck or sacking grain anymore. You know, probably used to do all those things, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm saying that like, we're still an employee of them. Our job is still to serve them. And as an employee, it's your job to make the company look phenomenally awesome. That's what you're paid to do, right? And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you're going to be the best employee ever. So if you're if you're working for somebody and you're not a founder and you're listening to this, which there's a ton of people that are, and I love that. And if you're not the CEO, man, or you're not the owner of the company, that's awesome. Stay here, stay listening. This is 100% for you. But you got to realize that like the reason you're hired is to make the company look good. That's the whole reason you're hired. And if you're the founder, the whole reason you hire people is to make the company look good. Right? So what happens when you make the company look good? and you do more than what's expected of you, you get rewarded, right? So by doing more than what's expected of you, you're going to get rewarded 100%, tenfold, tenfold all the time. So I, I got to tell you this little story, okay? So I asked this one person who works for me, and I was like, hey, would you go through and put these things on these bills? I just got done with this class. I need to get time out of these bills. I've got, like, I'm driving home. I can't do it while I'm driving. I'm not going to do it while I'm driving, right? Period. I'm, I'm super safe with what I do. And, and, uh, and they go, yeah, yeah, I can totally do that. I can totally do that. Well, you know, th- things happen. That person's no longer with us. It's no big deal, right? It's actually a good thing. It's good both ways. They're happier where they're at. We're happier there where, where they are now. Like, it's not, it's not a bad thing, okay? But I was going back in. I was checking a few things because we'd, we'd had a few concerns come up after they were no longer with us. And, like, I'm checking this bill, and I'm like, you, you added it to a bill that had already been sent out. No wonder they didn't pay it. They didn't know it was there. It didn't resend it once you added it to it. And then, and then I was like, you need to add two to it for these people and one for this one. And one never got added. And the other one, she only added one to it. And it's like, are you, are you like, like take notes. Do more than what's expected of you. Ask questions. Don't be like, yeah, I got this. And then screw it up. Ask questions and take notes. Like that's a whole nother podcast. I swear that's like a whole nother video is like, Taking notes so that you can actually do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. And like taking notes is huge and it's immenseful. But today we're going to be talking all about doing more than what's expected of you. And part of that is like, it's going to be like taking notes, right? That way you don't screw up. That way you don't mess up. That way you do it right the first time. You know how often I, I leave a client, like a new client, a potential new client, somebody we've been working with for 10 years. I walk out and I go, okay, boom. I get my notebook out and I go, note time. Because I got to remember, I got to write down everything that was just in my head. Or I'll be in the middle of a meeting, I'll be like, hey, you guys don't mind if I take notes, do you? And if I don't have my notebook, you know what I do? Boom, Google Docs, on my phone, Word Doc, whatever you wanna do it on notebook, hell, who cares, right? Like, doesn't matter, but I'll take notes and, and I'll look at them and they'll, I had this one guy one time, look at me, I got on my phone and I started typing on it and he's like, he looks at me and he's like, I'll wait. I was like, dude, I'm taking notes on our meeting. It's, it's okay, like, I'm 100% present, I'm 100% talking to you, I am taking notes so I don't forget what needs to be done and what I'm promising you that I will do. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, you're not texting? You're not answering emails or something else? No, dude. And I like showed him and it was like a Google Doc that like had their company name at the top of it. And they were like, oh, well, like their whole demeanor changed. They thought I was being this rude, arrogant ass. So like when you get your phone out, everybody assumes you're going to be rude. So make sure that if you're taking notes on your phone, that you'd be like, dude, I'm just going to take notes of this meeting. And you'll stop all that awkwardness, okay? But that's doing more than what's expected of you. Right? And, then, and then guess what? At the end of a meeting, what I usually do is I'll send those notes back to them. I'll be like, boom, here's the notes. Here's what I took. 
Here's what I got from this meeting. Here's what I got from this. Here's what I got from this. Here's, here's you know, five things that we can do to help you improve. Here's five things you can do without us to improve. Here's this, this, this. Here's these checklists. Here's this. Here, this is going to help you grow. This is this, right? Like, it's not all about selling your product. It's, all, it's not all about that. It's about serving your tribe. It's about, it's about over-delivering. It's about doing more than what's expected of you, okay? What do people expect of you? Let's say that you're a lumber company. What do they expect of you? They expect you to get the lumber that they ordered on the truck delivered to their job site at a certain date, right? If you're a lumber company, that's what they're after. Would you agree with that? I mean, there's probably a few other things in there. How do you over-deliver if you're a lumber company? What do you think? I've got, I've got some ideas, right? Like, you could do, you could like look for different ways on their takeoffs. Like, whenever you do a takeoff of their order, you get their house, you do a takeoff of it, you do a takeoff for free, no big deal, right? Like, a lot of people do that anyways. It's like selling your service to them. But then you, you have like suggested upgrades on that takeoff to help them understand that, yeah, hey, for two cents a board foot more, you can get this type of lumber, which is 5x better than what you've already got. For, for five cents less, you could downgrade to this lumber, and we've had zero issues with it so far. You can get this door for this price right now because it's on sale. You can be like, hey, here's this checklist to help you get through all this, and that way you make sure it's right. You'd be like, hey, here's a list of subs that you could use that like work really good in our area. What area are you in? Oh, perfect. This, this is matched to this area. This is matched to this area. This is matched to this area. You guys picking this up? That's how you do more than what's expected of you, right? If you're paid to work from eight to five and you've got a cell phone that comes from your company and it rings at eight o'clock at night, answer it. Maybe not answer it. Like look at it and like shoot a text back. Be like, dude, is it important? And I'll be like, yeah, pulled over at a port of entry. Need help now. Sweet. I'll call you. Call him in like the next 15 minutes. Or if you can't do it, be like, hey, dude, Boss man, can you call this guy? He's pulled over to port and he needs help. I can't take the call right now. That's doing more than what's expected of you. Okay? That's over-delivering. And so many times, people don't over-deliver. Because it's, it's not that they're not smart. Because they are smart people. But it's they don't understand how much over-delivering brings. They don't understand that, that like over-delivering is going to change the world for their client. For them. They don't get it. Because people only think about themselves. We are probably the world's worst at thinking about ourselves. So hold on. I just finished this book. Like I just read it literally yesterday. I just finished it. Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. I'm going to let the video catch up for a second. If you have not read this book, you need to read this book. I know. Dan's like a library. He gives away certain books. He does things like that. This book is, is freaking awesome. And it talks about doing more than what's expected of you. If you read between the lines... In, in here, Napoleon Hill says that like 2% of the world is driven. 98% of the world are drifters, something to those effects. And what a drifter is is somebody who drifts through life without aim, without purpose. And he calls a definiteness of purpose. And we've talked about this before, right? But then he also gets into how the 2% that are driven do more than what's expected of them. They don't just go, oh, I'm supposed to fix this engine? Okay, engine's fixed. They go, oh yeah, I'm supposed to fix this engine? You got it, engine's fixed. It's washed, it's cleaned. I even did an overhead on it for you for free because I already had the valve covers off. They did more than what was expected of them. So, so let me ask you a question. I'm gonna put this book back while I ask this question, okay? So let me ask you a question. Who do you wanna work with more? Who do you wanna hire? Do you wanna hire somebody 
who, uh, oh man, Alex Hermosa uses this one, and I love it a lot. It's such a great one. It talks about over-delivering, right? So, so would you hire the plastic surgeon who, who uh, let's just say that you, you've got to get a nose job done. Like, don't get me wrong. Let's just, whatever. I'm ugly. I could have a whole bunch of work done to me and make me pretty, but I'm not going to, right? Well, not yet, at least. <laughs> I'm not that vain. Um, I'm, I, don't, I don't need it, right? I'm designed the way I am. Vain's not the right word, but sorry. I didn't mean to, like, come across wrong. Um, <laughs> back to the point. My point is, is, like, if I go in and, and I'm looking for uh, somebody who... Let's, let's change. Let's go to babysitters, okay? We're going to talk about doing more than what's expected of you. Let's let's say that I go in and I, I am looking for a babysitter to babysit my kids. All right? My wife and I want to go out on a date. Happens once in a while. It's awesome. We love it, okay? And there's babysitter A says that they're going to come in, babysit our kids for $20 an hour, whatever. $20 a night. They work for three hours, whatever. They're making 50 bucks. I don't know. Don't ask me. They're going to do it for $20 a night. They make 20 bucks for the night. They're going to babysit our kids. That's it. That's their thing. That's their business. Are they doing, are they doing more than what's expected of them? No, they're doing what is expected of them. Making sure my kids don't die or kill each other while I'm gone. Right? Like if something happens, they're going to call me. My kids are old enough to be, they don't have to have babysitters. <laughs> but my point is, is like that person's not doing more than what's expected of them. Do you want to work with them? Well, you will if they're there, right? Maybe if you know them or you have a relationship with them, you'll work with them. But are they going to get new customers? Maybe. Now, what if you've got somebody else, babysitter B, they come in and they say, okay, so we're going to cook your kids a healthy meal. We're going to read to them before they go to bed, and we're going to play a game before we read to them. And we're going to make sure that they have limited time on electronics, and we're going to be active the whole time, and... You know, if you've got younger kids, like, we're going to play the ABC game, or we're going to play, you know, this these educational games, we're going to play two or three educational games to get them there, and then I'll make sure your kids are in bed by, you know, 9 o'clock, and then I'm going to have a breakfast croissant started for you in the oven to where all you got to do is push, start, and it'll be cooked and ready to go in the morning, so you've got breakfast for your kids for, like, some kind of quiche. All you've got to do is have these materials here for me, and I will have all that done. And... They show up with the games, all you've got to do is have the stuff to make the breakfast, and they make the breakfast after they put the kids to bed at whatever time you tell them to put the kids to bed, or, you know, whatever, and they're there, and the kids are done and taken care of. Which one of those two babysitters do you want in your house? The one who is going to make sure your kids don't die, or the one who is going to feed them a healthy meal, play games with them, and put them to bed on time, and have breakfast ready for you whenever you get up the next morning. Like when you get there, they're going to have it ready to where all you got to do is take it out of the fridge, put it in the oven, boom, quiche is done, and you've got breakfast. The second one, right? And why? Why are you going to hire them over the first one? Because they did more than what was expected of them. If they literally would have just been like, yeah, I'm just going to babysit, who are you going to hire then? It does, like it's six one, half a dozen the other. It's a no-brainer. Right? You're, you're like, when, when they say they're going to do the same thing, when they offer the same service, when they provide the same thing, even as a person, right? Like, who are you going to hire? You're going to, I don't, I don't know, which one do I like more? Susie's got brown hair, babysitter B's got blonde hair, like, I, 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 I don't know, one's a guy, one's a girl, like, I don't know, like, uh, it's like six, one, half dozen the other, you can't decide. But once babysitter B comes in and says, I'm going to do all these other things, and they do them, you're actually willing to pay that person, like, I, 
I, I wouldn't pay her or him 20 bucks to babysit. I would pay him like $100 to babysit because the kids are taken care of. They, cook, they cooked dinner. I didn't have to take care of that as well. The kids got games and education. They got learned. I'm willing to pay this person twice as much as I am this person. Babysitter B, because they do more, is worth twice as much as babysitter A. Now, some people don't think that way. They look and they go, oh, I get away with paying him 20 bucks. But I'm like, dude, I don't have to make breakfast in the morning. Like, I don't have to make dinner for the kids. Like, it is worth paying this person double than it is this person. Now, if you're this person, now, okay, if you're baby, great analogy, babysitters, let's get out of that. Let's move into employees because there's a lot of times that we work for other people. Like I said, we all work for other people. Even if you're a founder of a company, you work for other people. You work for your clients. And so, like, let's say that you're an employer. Let's say that you're an employee and you're working for somebody. And it comes time for a promotion. Right? Happens all the time, right? Promotions happen up and down. New jobs open up. Everything like that happens all the time, okay? So let's say that John over here, he's, he's a good employee. And he shows up to work every day on time. He's never late. He answers the phone. He does a good job. He's got good customer service skills. He does what's expected of him, right? He does what's expected of him. And now then, let's say you've got Joanne. I can't remember this guy's name, John. I don't know. We got Joanne over here. Now, Joanne does all the same things John does. But she also goes above and beyond, and she has started making more sales calls. And she started bringing new people into the company. And she's doing social media posts that are on par with what the company's standards are. And she's personalizing the brand. And she's taking ownership. And she's doing all this other stuff. Who is going to get promoted? John or Joanne? Joanne! Because she's over-delivering. She's doing more than what's expected of her. Now, let's reverse that situation. And let's say that you've got John and Joanne. Okay, John does everything that's required of him and nothing more. Joanne is subpar. She doesn't perform. She's not keeping up with her duties. She's not, she's, she's lying about time worked and this and that and like all this other stuff. When it comes time for the company to make cuts, who's going to get cut? John, who does what's asked of him, or Joanne, who doesn't perform to standards. Joanne's going to get cut. Now, I'm going to complicate it a little bit. Now we've got Jesse. So now we've got Jesse, John, and Joanne. Joanne is underperforming. John is at performance. Jesse is overperforming. What's going to happen in a year when the company is sitting here and they're like, man, Jesse can handle more because he's killing it and he's overperforming. John is, is like right here. He's doing okay. He's not doing more than what's expected of him. He's not over-delivering. He's not, he's not, he's, he's like skating by, right? He's being standard. And then we've got Joanne who's here and she's sub, she's not performing up to standards. What's going to happen when evaluation time comes? Joanne's going to get pissed because she got evaluated. She might even got a pay cut because she's sucking it up, right? Maybe really good at certain parts of her job, but she's not good at every part of her job. So she's subpar. Then we got John over here. John's mediocre. He takes care of everything. He gets it all done, but he's not going above and beyond. He may get like a 50 cent an hour raise. I heard something the other day. Somebody like pissed and moaned about 50 cents an hour. 
Are you kidding me? Be happy with whatever you get. Like seriously. Think about what you're actually bringing into the company and what it costs the company to have you. Like don't complain about any raise that you get, period. Be grateful. Okay? So John's, John's, you know, mediocre. He's doing what's required of him. He may get a little raise, right? He may even get a dollar, whatever. But he's not going to get like a huge raise, right? Within years, he's going to get like one evaluation a year and he's, he's not killing it. So he's going to be standard. So he's going to get the standard 3% increase in raise or whatever, right? And then you've got Jesse. Remember, Jesse's an over-deliverer. He's doing way more. He's doing more than what's required of him, more than what's requested of him. He's like killing it. He's like that babysitter who's cooking dinner and, and having breakfast ready when they get up in the morning. Right, all you gotta do is throw in the oven. What things can happen to Jesse? Jesse's gonna get a huge raise. He's gonna get multiple raises throughout the year because they're gonna see that he's overperforming, he's over-delivering. He's doing more than what's expected of him. And as, as an employee, and we're all employees, we all work for other people, even me, like a founder, I work for my clients. I've said it a million times, I'm gonna continue to say it, right? But like, what do you think happens? If I over-deliver, what happens to me as, as an employer and a founder, as a company owner, somebody who's running the company, what do you think happens? Do you think that company's like, oh yeah, Eclipse DOT, they suck, I'd never use them again. No, they're ecstatic, they talk good about us to everybody else. Because they're like, oh man, these guys are killing it. They're knocking it out of the park. They got us taken care of. They did this and this and this and this and this. And it, it was like awesome, and it was like no time, and it was no effort, and it was beautiful, right? So, so as an employer, as a company, and you over-deliver, you overperform, you do more than what's expected of you, you get more back. They preach, they, they're like telling all their buddies, man, dude, you need DOT, you should call this guy. Dan is the man. Him and his team are phenomenal. Right? That's like all you hear about us. You go and check us out on Google, there's one negative review. You want to know, know why that negative review exists? I'll be like 100% honest. Because the dude went in and screwed with our process. <laughs> We had a process, and he convoluted it in the middle of it and went and talked to the government in the middle of all this process and screwed it up. And then I made the sum gun pay his bill. Like, and it wasn't even a big bill. It was like three or 400 bucks, and he was pissed off. And that's because I was out $400 for the bill. Not in my time. I didn't even charge him for time. That's why I had to pay the government to fix the crap that he screwed up. Right? That's the one negative review that we have. Now, I'm not saying go give us a bunch of negative reviews because I don't want any more. Right? But that's like the one negative review we had. Somebody who I made pay their bill. Because I was out that money. That's it. Right? We over-deliver. We, we go up to that next step. We're that Jesse of the last example. We're that babysitter that's having you a breakfast quiche in the oven ready to go in the morning. All you got to do is pull out the fridge, throw it in the oven, and you got breakfast for the kids. Right? That's, that's like, that's us. That's who you want to be. Now, if you're that person who does what's expected of you, if you're that company who does what's expected of you, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that, that your clients are going to brag on you? Do you think they're going to be like, like, these guys are the bomb diggity. They take care of us. No, they're going to be like, yeah, dude, they take care of us. We've never had a problem. And what do you think if you're, if you're the Joanne of the last example, you underperform? What do you think? What do you think your clients are going to do? You show up with the wrong lumber on their job site. You order the wrong door. You go to the wrong well site to dig a well. You, you, you're always late. You drop gravel off or show up with the wrong load of gravel if you're a dump truck driver. Right? You show up to install electricity at the wrong address or you show up two days late. What do you think they're going to think of you? Do you think they're going to be like, oh man, I use these guys for everything. No. Like not even close. They're going to be like, man, these guys suck. 
I wouldn't recommend them to anybody. I guarantee you have companies you've worked with that you wouldn't recommend to anybody simply because their standards were subpar. So why are we any different as people? Why are we any different as employees? Why are we any different in our relationships? Why are we any different in any aspect of our lives? So what I want to do today is I just want to pause for a second. I'm going to wrap this up here in just a second, but I want to pause for a second. And I want you to think about how you can not only over-deliver, but do more than what's expected of you in every aspect of your life. From your relationships, to your friendships, to your networking, to business, to life, to church, to your relationship with God, right? Like, how can you do more than what's expected of you? Because those are the people that are rewarded. Those are the people that excel. The other people sit there and make excuses for everything in their life, which we need to totally do a podcast on extreme ownership as well. And I know that I did one a little bit on ownership, but like I need to get really deep into extreme ownership with one. But like my point is, is like if you do more than what's expected of you, you're guaranteed to excel. Then when you make a mistake, what happens? If you do more than what's expected of you and you make a mistake, because we all make mistakes, what happens? You're more likely to forgive. As long as it's not like a detrimental mistake, right? Like if you're the babysitter that does a whole bunch of stuff and and you mess up and, and like read the wrong book to the kids, as long as it's not like a dirty book with romantic scenes in it, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we just don't read that book in our house. And it's not going to be a problem. You go, oh, I'm so sorry. If you guys give me approved list of books, I'll make sure I bring the right one next time. No problem. Right? We've, we've fixed it. They're not going to be upset. Now, if you go and you're reading like a dirty magazine to the kids, it might be a whole different story. <laughs> right? That's a pretty major mistake. But I think you guys get my point, okay? Right? You guys getting this? Does this make sense? Like, if you do more than what's expected of you, you're going to like skyrocket to success. It's going to be like, whoa, this is awesome. You're going to be like way up here. And everybody's going to be talking about you in a good way, in a good way, because you're doing more than what's expected of you. So, on that note, I'm going to say this. If y'all want this manifesto, wherever the heck it is, over there, if you want this manifesto to put on your phone like I've got it on my phone, check it out. Boop. There it is. If you wanted a screensaver on your phone, a background on your phone, dude, hit me up. Let me know. I'll get it to you. Find, DM me. Find me on one of my social media channels. Like Almost all of them are Real Dan Greer because I'm trying to get, actually get them all that way. But like Real Dan Greer. Or you can shoot me a message. You can go, you can go to our website, EclipseDOT.com. And you can, you know, shoot me a message. Dan, I want the dot docs background. I want the manifesto. And I will get it to you. I will, I will make sure my team gets it to you or I get it to you personally. Um, the other thing that I have to say is if you didn't like this show, what are you still doing here? Like, what the heck? Don't waste your time. If you did like it, leave us a review. Share it with a friend. Do more than what's expected of you. You're expected to listen to this, right? Like, not really expected to listen to it. I came across wrong. But, like, that's, like, the minimum is you listen to this. If you do more than what's expected, you share it. If you want to go way above and beyond, you like write an email about it and you CC me on an email and you share it with all your buddies. Or you DM it. Or you take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and be like, boom, check out this podcast. Here it is. This is awesome. Sweet, guys. So I hope you enjoyed. We'll chat with you soon. Um, man, it's been great. All right. See you guys later. Bye.